Yo, what's poppin'? This is your boy Jones, Capo Status, New York Strider, man. Dipset in the building. Y'all all know it's a cold wall. Holla at it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a spooky episode of Space Pope Reviews. This is episode 8. My name is Vince, or as some people call me, the Space Pope. You know the deal. This is my podcast where I critique SoundCloud, Twitter, and other social media struggle rappers with the hopes of helping them get better and level up in the rap game. If you want me to review your project, please email me at gugl0003 at gmail.com. So I'm just an asshole on the internet. How am I going to help you level up in the rap game? Well, let's see. I spent about five years trying to be a rapper and I wasn't very good at it. And that taught me a whole lot about what not to do as a rapper and a little bit about the tricks of the trade. I've also been an amateur music critic for almost a decade. And in that decade, I've been on the periphery of the industry, making friends, making contacts, seeing how people move. So, you know, I haven't broken in yet, but I feel like I have a pretty good idea of how I can help other people break in. So you can learn from my mistakes. You don't have to make your own. Daddy Space Pope is here to help. I've put this episode up on my old SoundCloud so you can hear my old music and see that I'm not BSing and I really was a struggle rapper. And like always, my episodes are now available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify under the name Space Pope Reviews. So follow me there, hit the follow button, get my episodes in your queue, and let's party hard. Today's episode is something I found on Twitter. It is the debut EP from a Maryland rapper named X Kubrick called The Seven Levels of Happiness. The project is written, produced, mixed, and mastered by Kubrick himself. So I found this kind of on hardcore punk Twitter. Kubrick is in a few successful hardcore punk bands and I'm part of that scene. So I kind of saw people who follow him reposting this and I checked it out and I think it's maybe one of the best things I've reviewed so far. Totally has the hallmarks of someone who's been in projects and made music that people actually like before. The rollout is calculated and pro quality in the imagery. You can tell from the music as well too that this isn't Kubrick's first rodeo. Everything from the flows to the delivery to the structure of the beats is done the right way. The beats are really cool. I love how you use the theremin to do the melody on some of the tracks. It's like you said, I'll do G-Funk, but make it spooky. And the flow patterns over the drums are expert level. If you've listened to the last two episodes where I talked about flow, Kubrick is a great example of how to do it right. And also how you can break those rules I was talking about and still get away with it. Because he is flowing like Niagara Falls or some shit. There's no sloppiness on this project. There's no guesswork. There's no quote unquote experimenting in a bad way. It's all just tightly knit, and there's a huge vision for it. The overall tenor of the project is very dialed into a specific aesthetic, like late 90s, early 2000s horrorcore and hardcore rap. It owes a lot to Eminem, DMX, Necro, Big Pun, and I'm sure a bunch of artists in those realms who I'm not as familiar with. So Kubrick, I can see you have a vision for this, and you executed it. The only thing I'm worried about is that you might have executed it too well because this is like a time capsule to the past. And I'm worried that for everyone who fucks with this and is nostalgic for it, 
there's going to be another person or two people who won't give it a chance just because it either reminds them of something they don't like or it sounds too dated for them in 2020. I feel like maybe, and I'm just kind of guessing here, so if I'm wrong, you know, let me know. It feels like you kind of took like the hardcore songwriting approach to it, the hardcore punk songwriting approach to it, where, you know, we have a really strong musical root in the past. And when we write hardcore, we're blending elements together. So Simulacra, the band that Kubrick plays in, you know, when I listen to them, I'm like, oh yeah, here's the hate breed part. That's cool. Here's the fast part. This reminds me of terror. You know what I mean? And hip hop fans aren't really looking for that link to the past in hip hop. And if they are, they kind of want like an updated version of it. Like some of the pre-song banter you do on the project Kubrick is really good. I like the one where you're like, yeah, get up, turn the fucking speakers up, bounce around to this shit. That's hype. But then there's sometimes where you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to come in yet. And that is like such a relic of the past that I feel like a kid hearing it in 2020 might be like thrown off by that, which I mean, isn't the end of the world. And I mean, the reason for that, for anyone who might be new to hip hop culture, the reason hip hop culture is so future facing, in my opinion, probably traces back to battle and cipher culture of the 80s, where if you got caught biting someone's style in a cipher, they would boo you off the stage. And Kubrick obviously is not the 80s and we're not doing ciphers and I'm a white kid in the suburbs. But what I would love to see is for you to develop as an artist. And I think to do that to the fullest, it's important that you kind of test your metal as an MC and do something outside of your comfort zone. Like aside from the last track, all the beats are really similar. And like I said, at the top, you're a good beat maker. So it's not the end of the world, but I would have maybe liked to hear you work with an outside producer for like two or three songs just to kind of bring more ideas out of you and get the juices flowing a little bit. Like a ghost main type beat, for example, would fit well with the horror core concept, but also maybe push you to write like a different kind of chorus or play around with your delivery a little bit. I also found the project to be a little bit one note in terms of the lyrical content. And I think, you know, there's only so many gore and bravado lines you can say before they kind of like start to not all be winners. One song that I really enjoyed the concept of was By Any Means Necessary because you're talking about a serious societal issue on that song, but it's not like, oh, this is my serious song and now I'm back to the character. You totally work that song within the framework of what you've already established lyrically on the record. So that that song wasn't the, the biggest bop in my opinion, but that was the one where I was listening and I was like, okay, this guy has the potential to be a pro-level MC because that's kind of a skill that takes a lot of ability to execute and i think that you could build on that i would also maybe love to hear like a storytelling song in there like maybe a backstory of the character or kind of like you know why you're having all these violent thoughts or maybe like a violent night on the town where you're chasing down your enemies or some shit like that i think you're totally capable of something like that and i think it would help inject some variety into the lyrical content and then you know, you can save some of your punchline concepts for the other songs and really make sure all those verses are banging on that shit. Like for any rapper, there's only so much you can do by staying in one bag. But Kubrick, when you pull gems out of your bag, those gems are fucking shining. Like the third verse on the song Nightmares is a verse of the year contender, I believe, up there with 
a Conway the Machine verse I heard and a little Uzi Vert verse. Like, I'm not kidding you. That shit was hard as fuck. The flow was hard. The lyrics were crazy. I love that. I think the next step for you that I would love to see between now and your next project is to hop on some features. And that way, you know, you can extend the concept past your own limitations and kind of find who you really are as an MC. I think that would also help you network a little bit and get your name out there to rap fans and supporters because I think they need to know who you are because I think, you know, you definitely have a shot to build a legitimate following with this and do something special. So yeah, that's today's episode. People at home, give me a follow. Follow me on SoundCloud. Follow me on Twitter at The Daily Snob. You can now follow me on your favorite podcast app as well. Leave a comment, send me an email, leave me a DM. I love to hear from people. And if you wouldn't mind, you know, hit that share button too, because that's how I'm going to get the word out there. If you're an artist and you want me to review your project, you can email me at gugl0003 at gmail.com. Thank you everyone for listening and I will see you all again next week.